Okay. Toning it down. Toning it down. Toning it down. Okay. Softy Who, the movie, part two. Scenes one to end by Joe Tricky. Oh my God, the 15th of May, 2011. I know when I wrote this. I didn't know know May was the fourth month of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Well, time was different back then. 15th of April, 2011. (laughs) I got distracted. Okay. We have previously on Softy Who. Oh my god, I'll do an edit. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get out of this job. It's just something to do till I find a proper life. Hello, my name is Softy. My name is Lightning. I I travel in space and time, and I I thought it looks pretty boring at the museum, so I just wondered if you want to, um, come with me. Behold, the falls of Von Syngard. It's the largest liquid nitrogen falls in the galaxy. I love the idea the Doctor is having to persuade someone to come with him. (laughs) It's like, look at all the cool things I can show you, and he keeps fucking it up. Here's a rock. Here's a big field. Fuck. Lightning the dog possessed you. I think it's time I use the old brain scanner again. Are you sure about this? Yep, never been more sure of any. A loud bang. The drift compensators, they've gone into meltdown. <laughs> he moved Sorry, to the I control. love that like, something interesting happened. The doctor left, <laughs> problem arised, and was solved outside of the room. Get ready, this is really quite complicated. Am I literally going to explain time travel to someone? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's the wonderful universe we live in, you know. That's another thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to open your eyes to the world we live in. Lightning has been listening to us. He's been with us the whole time. Yes, it is I, Lightning. I have possessed Rufus, and I intend to restore my people to power. You can do nothing about it. Oh, yeah? He reaches forward and presses a button on the console. I activated the self-destruct mechanism. What? No! The TARDIS explodes. Softy and Rufus fall into the frame. Keep going, Rufus. You can easily get rid of him. Yes! Masses of purple energy come streaming out of Rufus. The cannons are one of the most war-efficient races ever. But with time travel technology, they could be invincible. Oh, no. War is about to break out on a universal scale. Suddenly, the whole room tips to one side as everything falls towards the window. Rufus manages to hold on to a supporting beam and hangs on. Softy slips past the beam and falls downwards as the window shatters beneath him. Ah! He falls but catches hold of the window frame. Softy, what happened? Use your loaf, Rufus. We're in the middle of a cosmic war. Loaf? We've been hit? Well done, brain box. Thump. The whole room lurches again so that everything in the room stops sliding towards the window. But Softy is flung off the window frame and out into space. Slow motion shot. Softy falling out of the window, being pulled out into space. Whilst behind him, a full-scale Star Wars-style war breaks out. (laughs) With explosions and spaceships. Star Wars-style war. The end of the universe. Oh, shit. And Softy is dead. What? Scene 23. Interior, the PTGFR.5 observation deck, night. Rufus stands there and watches as Softy falls into the distance. Nothing happens for a few seconds. Softy had the plan. Now he's dead. The whole universe at war with itself. What can I do? 
pan camera around to reveal Softy standing behind Rufus, but Rufus doesn't notice. Until... Well, you could always ask me. Bloody hell, that was Jack. What happened there? Well, you could always ask me. Me? <laughs> Sorry, you said, to- you said tone it down. Do you want me to tone it up? <laughs> it's fine, it's good. Well, Rufus. you could always ask me. <laughs> <laughs> no, back to before. Um... Rufus turns around so quickly that he loses balance. <laughs> S- Softy, how are you doing that? Doing what? Being there. Oh, it's pretty simple. I am here. How? You just got sucked into the space, into the time war. Oh, well, you're about to use this vortex manipulator to travel out there, back in time and save me, and then come back here and take my place. What's a vortex manipulator? One of these. He holds up an arm. <laughs> he holds up his arm, I think I should point out. And it has... <laughs> he holds up an arm. <laughs> this man suffered a hideous death at my hand. Uh, and it has a watch-looking thing on it. It's a rubbish way of travelling in time and space. In a way, it's a time oh. traveller's equivalent of the toys from the McDonald's. <laughs> in a way, it's, it's a time... <laughs> In a way, it's a time traveller's equivalent of the toys from from McDonald's Happy Meal. But it does the job. So you have to take this and use it to save Softy. And then Softy will tell you what to do. He gives the watch to Rufus. How do I use it? Oh, it is mainly mind-controlled for this kind of thing. Just think, and it'll do what you want. But I'm running late. He calls out into the corridor out of the room. Come on, Rufus! But I'm here. No, not you. The future Rufus, who's already done what you're about to do. And another Rufus walks in. He's holding a vortex manipulator like the other Rufus is holding. He walks over to Softy. Are there... Th- uh, so, hang on, hang on. Are there three vortex manipulators? Because surely mm. Rufus would have already given the one to Softy. Mm, what? There's, there's at least two. There's just two. But they can't be, because if, if the one that, that Rufus has got now is the one that they use to travel, which then future Rufus would have, then the future Softy has already got one if Rufus walks in with another one. It's like the roller coaster pictures. In this version of time travel, if you time travel with an object, you can duplicate the object. Ah, oh, it's like the prestige. Okay. It's like the prestige. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the Christopher Nolan movie, The Prestige? <laughs> <laughs> the- there's only two. I don't. I don't really know what you mean, Jono. <laughs> don't worry. It's beeping. Is that good? Have a guess. No. Incorrect. Yes. There we go. Got there in the end. It's beeping because it has worked out. He looks at Rufus and decides not to say what he was going to. What the weather is like. Anyway, we better be off. So good luck. <laughs> and then they run out of the room. Rufus just stands for a while, just bewildered. How can this watch do what he claimed? (laughs) Time travel? What kind of nonsense is this? Might as well give it a go, I suppose. He presses the vortex manipulator, 
Wham! The whole world bursts into a psychedelic jumble with strobe lights and distorted shapes enveloping the terrified roofers. And the noise, such a lot of noise. Last such a Christmas, lot of noise. Give <laughs> bit of wham. But the very next day, you gave it away. What did, what did, what did 14 year old Joe think psychedelic meant? <laughs> what was your context for that word? I'm, I'm copying the thing where people apparate in the. In Deathly Hallows Part 1. Oh, yes. And it, no, it looks like I'm a there. mess. Um, that's what I wanted. <laughs> um, yes. The Doctor did a lot of psychedelics in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, Doctor number 6, Colin Baker. Uh, <laughs> scene 24. Exterior, space, night. The lights fade, and all there is, comma, is blackness. And Rufus <laughs> begins gasping. He must be in space. He spots... <laughs> The softy that fell out the window gliding towards him. He grabs for him. Yes! He quickly presses the button, then dissolves into chaos again. And then they are back in the ship. In scene 25, in the PTGFR.5 corridor, day. <laughs> it was night outside in space, but it's day inside the ship. <laughs> it's night. Uh, what is night in space, Joe? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> They are out in the corridor And Rufus spots his earlier self In the room with the window Softy turns to Rufus Thank you so much But how did you know what to do? And where did you get that? Uh, He nods towards the vortex manipulator Is it mine? Did I drop it? No, you're about to give it to me In there Softy looks round into the other room Oh, I am a genius Hey, (laughs) it was me who told you Come to think of it Who did come up with the idea? Nobody! This is all a big paradox. But paradoxes cannot exist. Doesn't something have to happen to solve them? Usually, but this is a time war, so the laws of the universe are breaking down. Time doesn't have to make any sense in this instance. All's fair in love and time wars. (laughs) (laughs) So now you have to go in there and give him this? No! I mustn't do that. We need that manipulator. If we give it to him, we won't have it anymore. Because he will give it to him, forever. And we will never have it again. The only way is if we give him a different manipulator. Uh, do you, do you have, have one? one? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I got confused. Joe? <laughs> Joe? <laughs> Joe suddenly appears Joe? in the story. <laughs> Joe! Uh, no, Joe! Not you. <laughs> My old friend! Joe! I just got too invested. Got too engaged. Do you have one? Yes, the one you're holding right now. Oh, great. That was helpful. Thank you very much. No, it is helpful. It means we have two. I have to give you mine. Yeah, but I'm holding it now. No, you're only holding one of them. I'm completely lost now. Think about it. I had a vortex manipulator the whole time. This one, in fact. He pulls a manipulator from nowhere in particular. (laughs) Nowhere in particular. Where were you hiding that? You really don't want to know. (laughs) <laughs> Captain Jack Harkness taught me to store them up my ass. So, <laughs> so if I give this to the previous you, then you have one whilst I am in space. That means we both have one at the same time. So, therefore, you go and save me, and then we come back here, and I give the, I give mine to the other you again, and still have the other one. Brilliant. Confusing, but brilliant. Does that mean the softie that got sucked out into space had a time a vortex manipulator on him the whole time? I think yes. it does, yeah. 
<laughs> but it's up my ass. <laughs> Which clenched up massively in space. <laughs> so, I'd better get in there and put the plan into action. <laughs> he then strolls into the room. Oh god, we've got the other scene. <laughs> The old Rufus is murmuring to himself. That's fucking away. He's murmuring now. <laughs> He's moved on. The whole universe is at war with itself. What can I do? Joe, just just edit in the the, the exact line yeah. delivery from before. Now let's have it again. <laughs> well, you could always ask me. Old Rufus turns around so quickly that he loses balance. Softy, how are you doing that? Doing what? Being there. Oh, it's pretty simple. I am here. How? You just got sucked into space, into the time war. Oh, fuck me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this going to be the rest of the script? We're no, just going to move this scene. <laughs> oh. Well, oh. Well, you're about to use this vortex manipulator to travel out there, back in time and save me, and then come back here and take my place. What's a vortex manipulator? Cut to Rufus out in the corridor, looking at the vortex manipulator. Softy and old Rufus's conversation continues in the background. He continues looking at the manipulator and thinking about the confusing paradox. Suddenly, the vortex manipulator lights up with blue LEDs. It begins yes. to make a beeping noise like a sort of alarm or high-pitched mobile phone ringtone. Softy calls from the other room. Come on, Rufus. But I'm here. Rufus walks into the room. The old Rufus looks amazed. It's beeping. Is that good? Have a guess. Uh, yes. That's the one. It's beeping because it's worked out. Wait. Is that the same line? That's not the no, same line. No, that's different. No, it's different. That's a different line. See? Oh my God. Oh. I, I didn't remember that I did this, but I quite like that little moment. Genius. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um... But he doesn't want to tell the old Rufus why when the new Rufus still doesn't know (laughs) (laughs) what the weather is like. Anyway, we'd better be off. So good luck. (laughs) Softy runs out of the room into another corridor and Rufus follows. They stop by an in-wall computer. Poor him. He's about to get a massive shock. A sound like a whip erupts from the room they have just left. There. I have to admit, it's pretty shocking the first time. But we can't stand around <laughs> chatting all day. Time for my spectacular plan. I don't know if it is just me, but there are so many innuendos in this. <laughs> what? There are so really? many innuendos. Oh, right, what, shocking it's pretty the first shocking time. the first time. <laughs> pretty shocking the, there was the first a, there time. There was a line earlier that was just, yeah, I'm nearly there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was thinking, but I didn't I'm say anything. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there, Softy. I can finish lightning off. Yes, Rufus, finish him off. Finish lightning off. Who can do it? I like the line, we can't stand around chatting all day. We can't stand stand around chatting all day, explaining time travel to each other. Time for my spectacular plan. Which is? I'll tell you as we go along. But it's beeping because it knows the TARDIS is not dead. Phew, that's lucky. How did it survive? It didn't. But you just said... The Vortex Manipulator is related to the TARDIS. They're cousins. So... (laughs) Distant. Distant. So, 
It has a fraction of the soul of the TARDIS in it. So given enough power, we could bring back the TARDIS. And then, my spectacular plan. Great. Is this all, all going to be just like a, a joke at Moffat's expense where you can keep teasing huh? a spectacular plan and the script will end <laughs> before it happens? <laughs> no, no, no. This, this is the opposite where, where we tease a spectacular plan, but it's so short scale that there's no time to tease it. It just happens and it's not that spectacular. Wow, you tease <laughs> something and then it happens. Unheard of. Let's see how it works out. Great, but how do we get the power? Do you know where we are? The PTGFR or something. Yes. And no. We accidentally arrived on one of its fleet. This is the PTGFR.5. So, these will have less power than the main ship. That's rubbish. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a very serious question. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard of wireless connections? Yeah. Like Bluetooth, you mean. Exactly. These ships are designed for war, so they all have Bluetooth connections with each other. <laughs> they all have wireless connections with each other. If one of the ships was low on power, and let's face it, that can often happen. <laughs> it happens to every man when he reaches a certain age. No, stop it. If one of the ships was low on power, and let's face it, that can often happen in an intergalactic mission. They can connect via, as you say... Bluetooth. To re-energize. You mean recharge? No, I do not mean recharge. <laughs> I mean re-energize. If you recharge something, it would grow and grow until it exploded. What? <laughs> you re-energize <laughs> to give it more power. That's a little nod to my physics teacher who used to say that all the time. Uh... Apparently he'd get mad at people when they said recharge their phone. He'd be like, oh, actually... <laughs> If you're adding charge, you'd be adding mass to it and it would... Oh, actually, I actually hate people like Shout out to my old science teacher. <laughs> Look at me now. Look at me now, Tim. Mr. Crane. <laughs> I'm travelling through time and you're divorced. Look how the tables have turned, Mr. Crane. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe 14-year-old you wrote all of that in a script. I can't believe you wrote... Like, I don't think I wrote anything this long when I was 14. <laughs> This is genuinely impressive, Joe. If it wasn't on Tumblr, I wasn't writing it. Like I never finished anything in, when I was 14, apart from this. <laughs> Thank God you did. Thank God. Yeah. This is amazing. Uh, it's me, isn't it? Okay, sorry. So, <laughs> we can just take the power we need from the mothership. Cool. Softy is pressing buttons on the screen next to them. Up pops a graphic, but in some alien language. Oh no, a pop-up. <laughs> oh no. What? It wants us to prove that we are the captain of the ship. But we aren't. Up pops the first question. <laughs> Sorry, I just read it. <laughs> what does it say? What is the captain's mother's maiden name? You're kidding. <laughs> Fade Mom. to black. Fade in text 28 minutes later. <laughs> Fade out text. Fade out black. God, thank God you narrowed all this down. You really you paint a picture with words. <laughs> Softy is messing about on the screen with a metallic stick device. It is making a whirring sound, varying in pitch. Finally, the screen clears to a kind of menu. Aha! You did it! 
with a little help from the Telsar toothbrush. <laughs> the what? The Tel... Oh, never mind. You wouldn't care. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, how much power do you want? Softy goes into the corner to have a think about the maths, and Rufus takes over the screen. Let <laughs> me think about this. Yes. <laughs> we just go over here and have a think. Um, about 2,000 purine, too. What does that look like on the screen? A sort of wobbly image that looks vaguely like a man holding a bow and arrow. Got it. What do I do now? Let me connect the vortex manipulator to the power drive and stand back. <laughs> You've gone full time. This is a bit like like teaching your parents how to use the internet, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god, just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can see my, my long line on the next page. I'm very excited. <laughs> Um, the voice is back. I, yeah, Jack, turn it down again. Um, Rufus waits while Softy connects the Vortex Manipulator to a sort of fuse box and watches him get confused with a bundle of wires. Eventually, Softy gets it right and presses the green button on the screen. Okay, Rufus, stand back again and watch the return <laughs> of the TARDIS. Here we go. That's like the third time I've noticed that like I've said something, some stage directions have happened, and then I just say it again. Well, talking of saying the same things over and over again, with the sound of raw power screaming through the air, <laughs> the TARDIS begins to form out of nothing, with the sound of the engines pulling it into existence. Yep. Finally, with a dull thud, it is Wait, real. that's, and in front that's of two them. different... That's that's two different copied explanations of different things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just been compounded together. You're a hack, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, my old friend. Who are you talking to? Oh, sometimes I speak to my TARDIS. Sometimes it feels like a person. Rufus sniggers, softly pretends not to notice. Yeah. I cry on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Stop adding lines. <laughs> People aren't going to know. <laughs> Come on. Things to do. Scene 26. Interior TARDIS. Day. They uh -huh. both walk in the doors and are bathed in orange light. The camera holds on their faces and the door frame. We can't see inside. No way. I can just hear how tired Joe is getting with me. <laughs> stop adding lines. Tone it down. Stop. No. Stop adding interior lines. Tardis, interior Tardis day. They both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Camera pans round into a shining new Tardis. It's very different and beautiful. It's changed again. How often does it do that? Not very often, but it has a lot recently, hasn't it? Why has it changed? Well, I've just brought it back from the dead. So the programming must have reset itself. Are you going to change it? Um, no, I don't think so. I quite like it, in fact. Oh, God. Is... <laughs> I've just seen the monologue. <laughs> no, get, get ready for what's in it. Um, he starts strolling around the console, getting used to it. Oh, it's still not mended the chameleon circuit. The what? Chameleon circuit. It's disgu it disguises the TARDIS to blend in with its surrounding when it lands. Only it's been broken for ages. You mean it shouldn't always look like that box? No. It's meant to look like a normal object that doesn't look out of place, unlike a phone box. 
how does it get broken? I'm so sorry. I'm not. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, Joe, I am also sorry for what I'm about to do. Do you? <laughs> I'm so ready for this. Oh, it's so terrible. This is so bad, this bit. <laughs> the people can't see it, Joe, but what we're looking at is a, is the longest line we've had so far. <laughs> and I'm not going to read it ahead of time. I'm just going to go into this blind. Okay, good. Well, that's an interesting story. I actually don't come from a planet. I come from a moon. And that moon is called Galibert. And it orbited a beautiful planet called Gallifrey. And I was good friends with a couple of people from Gallifrey. One man called the Doctor and his granddaughter, Susan. And we travelled together sometimes. And one time we went to a planet called Earth in 1963. And we both went in separate TARDISes. Once we arrived, the circuit distinguished both of our TARDISes exactly the same. <laughs> Disguised both... <laughs> You're right, that, that's not what it says. The circuit disguised both our TARDISes exactly the same, because we were in the same place. But an alien creature called the Haze, a gaseous creature, enveloped both our TARDISes before we could stop it. And it managed to break some of the weakest systems, including the chameleon circuit. They both got stuck. The Doctor wasn't there to know this as he was very busy getting his granddaughter into a school <laughs> on that planet. But I had to leave before the haze broke everything. It's been broken ever since. That was great, honestly. Right. I love that. Because I, I, I saw it from the other side and I saw the 1963 and I was like, oh God, are you just going to explain Caesar, you know, the original Doctor Who? But no, you've got your own fucking lore. Galibert. Amazing. I love Galibert. Honestly, you've now, the whole character has now changed in my eyes. This is it ties it. It's canon. It's canon now. If can the timeless child can be William canon, Hartnell so can this. And and his and Susan traveling around with a teddy bear in a separate car, like <laughs> they're just going around. It's like the wrong trousers with the fucking penguin. Is it? I don't is it? Know. In what way is it like that? Please explain. Well, did, didn't they have a sidecar on the motorbike at one point? Or is oh. that something else? No, that's, that's a close shave. That's, oh, yeah. yeah. Also, I bought a Wallace and Gromit still, collection the other day. Still unrelated. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> right, but don't we have things to do? Good point. We have to trace back our own timeline. Back to before lightning learned about time travel. Can you think when that was? Yeah. Just at the liquid nitrogen falls. Right. Let's get there. <laughs> 27. Exterior falls. Day. <clears throat> Softy and Rufus are hiding behind a rock, watching themselves having the conversation <laughs> from earlier. Have you ever seen Prisoner of Azkaban? Very similar. <laughs> a dard. Oh, my favourite line. A dad is their year, which is 6.75935 of your years. Why is a year not the same here? The new Sophie and Rufus are whispering to each other now. Oh, you got you got to just replace <laughs> those lines with the old recording, right? Maybe. Yeah, but we've also got to see how you're going to whisper in this fucking voice. <laughs> I, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> we need to find a point where we can talk to Softy on his own. But that never happened. But the laws of time are breaking down. We can change anything. Okay, so 
What? Do I need to create a distraction? Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be just grand. <laughs> I think you could do that. I hadn't thought of that. Fantastic. Suddenly, the old softy and Rufus walk off. Can I just, oh, just no. like, sidebar? I feel, yeah. I think this is the thing when I wrote as a kid, like, the use of the word suddenly <laughs> is, like, is the only way you can think to describe something happening, but, like, with drama. Like, That's so thing true. happens, but, like, it doesn't just happen, <laughs> it happens suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's very true, actually. Still do it I still now. do it now. I, yeah, exactly. I still like find myself writing that and they go, no, I have to not use the word suddenly. I don't mm. even want to actually look at the scripts that I have like taken seriously in Command F suddenly oh, to see no. how many times it's <laughs> used. Oh, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I wasn't no, that, just that, saying that. that no, I, that's I Rufus's just saying next line, guys. Like, Oh, yeah, sorry. that's that's the line. That's not just me saying that. Like, we need to go even further back in time, and I've had a better idea. What? After a place, the old softy, so I know not to tell him about the time travel. This is amazing. This is a Doctor Who plot I can get behind. Yeah. Also, it's it's very strangely using Endgame time travel, where you can go back in time and do anything, and it doesn't matter because it can't affect the future. <laughs> No paradoxes. This is great. I hadn't, oh, yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't seen Endgame at the time. No, Have no one seen... had joke. Um... <laughs> Hope still hasn't. No, I haven't seen it. No, I still haven't. I don't think you had. <laughs> um, where are we? Oh, that's clever. But if you do that, won't the old you and me notice that you suddenly grab... Uh, you and replace it. <gasps> you crafty beast, Joe. No way. <gasps> Not if the. I've just oh, realised. I'm just. I'm just sorry. I'm just gonna have to take off my hat and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Got all this egg all over my face. Sorry. Give me a second. Yeah. <laughs> Not if the drift compensators go into meltdown. Oh, wait, I've just caught on. I'm really yeah. slow. Oh, this <laughs> is good, brilliant. The slow kid at the back. <laughs> That's very good. What? Oh. That's right. When you're about to have your brain scanned, there was a big bang, and I went off to fix it. Let's say it wasn't the drift compensators. It was us causing a distraction. Softy goes off, and I replace him. Come on. And we were Joe, taking Joe, the piss out of, out of oh the my fact God, that I've he been... just went and go and fix something. I've been outwitted by a child. <laughs> 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 I've been holding back that one for ten years. <laughs> oh my God, you've got me. I'm, I've been had. It's always when Endgame comes up that I do a massive plot twist. <laughs> do you remember Prisoner of Azkaban? Twenty-eight. Um, <laughs> The old TARDIS covered day. New TARDIS lands inside the old TARDIS covered, and Softy and Rufus walk out. <laughs> is this, no wonder you managed to finish this when your half of it is you copying pasting old scenes <laughs> and having them read out fully. Perfect landing. We've arrived inside the cupboard. Come on. Uh, 29. Interior old TARDIS control room. Day. The new Softy and Rufus come in. Quick, hide! Where? Through this door. They do so. And just in time, 
as the old Softy and Rufus come in at that very moment. They stand in silence for a while. Old Softy is looking at the scanner screen. Old Rufus is sat on a step. There is an awkward silence. Why does the control room look different? This is yeah, yeah. This is not. This, I was going to say earlier when they were like the TARDIS keeps changing. I'm like, did I miss something? No, it hasn't. Has it? Oh god damn it! It's just stuff that I can't. No, I mean, well, Joe, you now have the power to edit this scene back into the past. Oh my god! You can cut all this out. You can just you can fix it. You can script edit this, Joe. I can fix everything. Okay. You have the power of time travel. Do you need me to explain it how it works? <laughs> Jack's going to be so- exhausted after this because he keeps <laughs> holding back a yawn. Sorry. <laughs> it's going to do a well, massive yawn right here. You're all, you're all fucking psychopaths because none of you are yawning when I do. <laughs> no, I'm doing it. I I, I do um, silent yawns. Maybe that's a bit more psychopathic of me. I was going to say. Fair. They'll come out as wow. <laughs> no, I need yawn. Why does the control room look different? Sorry? It looks different. When I came in here for the first time, it didn't look like this. Oh, well, when I stopped lightning, I used the TARDIS to do it. The internal structure must have been in a state of flux, always changing. <laughs> like your accent. Like, I like the way you pronounce TARDIS. <laughs> I want a cut of this where it's just every time Jack says TARDIS, TARDIS! Yeah. <laughs> the TARDIS! I use the TARDIS! I use the TARDIS to do it. The script says, Another awkward silence. Softy. Why did I take you with me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> um, I'm not listening to him, he's looking on into the distance. Why did I take you with me? <laughs> so ungrateful. You never listen to any of my lectures. You never take notes. Okay, okay. Oh, God, it's another thing he's been meaning to ask. I've been meaning to ask you. Well, yeah. Why did you bring me? You never said. Sorry, I just, I just want to take a moment to appreciate the, the ellipses followed by a comma. <laughs> <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you dot, 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 comma, well. Co- <laughs> formatting, formatting whiz. <laughs> I was getting lonely, and then you turned up. I mean, for the sake of speed, can we just move on? Because we've said all of these lines. Uh, no, you haven't. Yeah, this is, this is the old scene. This is all old. But it's, I feel like it's just about to... When did this happen? Probably when we're your old internet softy cut out. And, We're old softy and old Rufus for like another page. <laughs> no, but this is the one that Joe cut. We haven't no, had this No, no, the beginning was no, what he yeah, cut. Now, this is, now this this, is, we've um, said this all before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. We had this I must scene. have missed that bit then. This is when they found out the brain scanner. Why? Are you not happy here? No, it's not that. It's just... Just what? It's probably nothing. Only... Tell me. I don't know. Rufus, tell me what it is. Okay. It's just... I don't actually remember going back to the museum. I don't remember being in bed and then suddenly that dog thing disappeared. I don't even know why I went. I heard the TARDIS engines, but I didn't know what it was. And suddenly I was with you in the museum, like I said. Lots of people lose bits of memory. Yeah, I know. It's probably just... Amnesia. That's what they usually blame it on. 
But what they don't often know is sometimes they've been... What? Possessed. Possessed? No, surely not. What? You really think so? I think it's time I use the old brain scanner again. Come on. They both walk out of the room. New Softy and Rufus come out from behind the door. Amy, I remember that conversation. I don't. <laughs> Apparently not. That was this. That was way before my internet cut out. I Gotta. was clearly just not paying Gotta. attention. Gotta, it's normal for people's <laughs> memories to have people to lose bits of memory. They usually blame it on amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird that that's the scene you don't remember. Yeah, I, I, I remember just, parts doing a bit? of it. No, I remember. La- like I remember the. Um, I heard the TARDIS engines, but I didn't know what it was. Then suddenly I wish I was in the museum with you, like I said. I just don't remember the other bit of just talking like, why did I take you with uh, me? I don't remember that at you all. You thought they were getting emotional and you just switched off. <laughs> I don't Jenna, know. I think it's time I use the old brain scanner again. <laughs> I think it might be. Come on. Okay. Amy, I remember that conversation. So do I. Now, pretty soon, I need to create a sonic boom with the drift compensators. And amplify it into the brain scan room. Sorry, into the brain sand room. <laughs> Is the brain missing a room? The brain sand. <laughs> okay, how do you do that? Let me handle this. He presses a few buttons and then... Way to go, softy. Right, when he gets here, I will go and talk to him. And then we'll, and then swap with him. He'll probably ask you why... And you need to tell him. Don't worry, it doesn't bite. Old Softy comes running into the room. He looks at the console. He doesn't know what happened. Okay. Oh, great. It's me and me, me on Softy on Softy action. <laughs> Here we go. That's a genre. Oh, God. Okay. What's happened here then? It was a distraction. Oh, Old Softy turns to look at New Softy. He isn't too surprised. So what's this then? A surprise birthday party? If it is, you've got the wrong day. You should know that. <laughs> Not that. Make a turnout though. I'm sorry about what I'm about to do, <laughs> but it's for the good of the universe. What are you about to do? This. He, run- <laughs> <laughs> he runs round old Softy and knocks him out. Oh my god. Softy falls Fucking and hell. catches a button on the console, causing the reboot sound heard in part one. Da, 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 da. Sure. Rufus! <laughs> hide! I need to get back to the old you! Rufus drags the old Softy out off to the side into a cupboard. I put my knuckle dusters back in my Wait. pocket. <laughs> Is it the cupboard with the TARDIS in it? Yeah. Uh... Team 30, interior TARDIS covered day. Old Softy begins to wake up. Where? Oh, I hit me! Which sounds strange, I admit, but... He looks at Rufus. Rufus? Did he capture you too? No, it's all fine. I... I was about to scan your brain. You already did. I'm a Rufus from your future, but now I'm a Rufus from your... Uh... Present. Well done. You're catching on. Anyway, the softie who knocked you out was a future softie. I worked that out for myself, thank you. 
and he has replaced you. What? That's right. <laughs> he no. <laughs> Why are you I laughing? That out, apparently. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's right. He knows what's about to happen, and it's going to change it from experience. But that contradicts the laws of time. If he or I wasn't there, then how does he know what to change? It's fine. Softy explained it all to me. Explain it to me then. Okay. But be warned, I don't know all of the technical stuff yet. Basically, I was possessed by the dog, Lightning. He was listening to us the whole time. Eventually, you started to tell me about the laws of time travel, using black holes and time vortexes and stuff. The time vortex, yes. That's a good callback. And then, Lightning well, took me day. over completely and was going to use the TARDIS to bring back his people, but Softy blew it up so he couldn't use it. But then, Lightning's people travelled through one of the cracks in time and escaped from their war. Lightning then travelled to them and told them about time travel, and then they started to destroy the whole cosmos. Oh, I see. So he can replace me because the laws of time are breaking down, allowing for paradoxes. Yeah, I... I think that's it. Okay. How long will it take? I think we can swap back just before the double eclipse. Oh, I was thinking of taking Rufus there. And you did. It was a great idea. Well, I have my moments. Fade to black. <laughs> Honestly, Fade. Joe, I don't want to I don't want to insult you here with love <laughs> expectations, but I thought this was going to be a mess, but this is fucking solid. This <laughs> this is great. I'm loving this. Oh, no, I genuinely am really excited to see how this pans out. Oh yeah, oh dear! I've got um, a plan, got a tremendous <laughs> plan. <laughs> okay, um, fade in text. Sometime later, fade out text. Fade out black. It's such a long-winded way of saying that. Sometime later, I'm there. Um, the duo appearing out of the cupboard. Softy and Old Rufus are at the console chatting about the next trip. Where to now, Softy? Oh is God. this another? Is this another cut scene? No, no, no. Uh, wait. Mm, I don't know. This is old softy talking to what he doesn't know is new. No, this is old Rufus talking to what he doesn't know is new softy. Um. Oh, it's like an in between. It's before they get out of the TARDIS. It's a scene yeah, we never this saw. Yeah, this is bonus stuff. Hell yeah, we needed more. <laughs> oh, just a little place I have grown to know quite well. Out you go, I'll catch up in a second. Just need to isolate the bio-transversal feedback loops. Softly, suddenly beckons to Rufus. <laughs> suddenly again, beckons to Rufus in the ah. cupboard. And Rufus oh. and old Softy come out. Thank goodness. I thought you'd never come out of the class. Is that an insinuation about Rufus then? <laughs> I think this is the Joe just admitting been... to himself when he was much younger than now. <laughs> I, My goodness. I, maybe, do you know what? It's almost like time travel, Joe. I feel like this might have been you writing to your future self, reading this. Oh my God. <laughs> God. Am I saying, hey, how am I saying, hey, like, hey. No, I, I need to say that line again. I haven't quite, I haven't quite nailed it yet. <laughs> um, also, it's just a hello. Oh, okay, okay. Thank goodness. I thought you'd never come out of the closet. Hey. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, hi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of really odd for so, him to say hey there. So, 
I need to swap back with you. Take these. Softy hands old Softy two hot drinks and a pair of sunglasses. You'll need them. Don't tell him anything about time travel, okay? I think I can manage. Good luck. The fate of the whole of existence is resting on you. But no pressure. You sassy bitch. I didn't realise that there was another person there. I thought it was just the it's two all of them softy. now. It's all softy now. There. Okay, scene 31. Back in the cupboard. Day. Right, we need to be off. Now where? Icicle smoothies on pond... How do you say that? Jacrassa. Jacrassa. Now where? Icicle smoothies on pond Jacrassa. Or hurricane surfing in the anti-gravity moors of Delta 6. Rufus, I've known you for five minutes. How do you know all this? <laughs> <laughs> Rufus, we don't have time for leisure. Plus, those smoothies are really horrible. But they use a perception filter to make customers like them. <laughs> New scene. <We're> just, <laughs> that's the end of the scene. Apparently, yeah. That's um, how the scene ends. Scene 32 goes straight, straight on into the control room. What? Wait, is that uh, it? Is literally is the tension over? Have we solved the problem? <laughs> no, no. Okay. What? But we solved this problem. Honestly, we haven't started. What do you think happens when Lightning uses the TARDIS to bring back his people? But he can't. He doesn't know anything about time travel. He doesn't need to. I still blow up the TARDIS and his people still escape. So everything so we just we... did was yeah, pointless, so what apparently. what was the point of them doing any of that? <laughs> he stopped them from being time travellers. I guess that helps. I just wanted to really clock myself one in the jaw. <laughs> 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 so how do we stop that? We can't. All we can do is try to stop his people by facing them and force them back through the cracks in time. But won't they just kill us? Probably. But it's the best hope we have. So, how do we face evil war menaces? Well, we have to bargain with them. We promise to give them time travel technology. They will go back into their war. But with time travel, they just escape again. Well, that's what they will think. But the war was time-locked, so they cannot escape. Good one. So then, <laughs> the laws of time are... unbroken down? Wait, unbroken down? I'm yeah. What does that mean? They're unbroken down. They were fixed. broken down. Just like fixed, our car. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, if, I got it. I the car it. stops working, okay, I got it's it. broken down. It's unbroken down, Rufus. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I like it. I like unbroken down. Yeah. I, 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 don't I, mind just, it. I just didn't know what I was reading for a second. My brain couldn't process it. <laughs> How would you write that line differently now, Joe? I keep that the same. I like it. Oh, fair enough. He keeps they keep saying the laws are broken down. Yeah. Mm. Do you want me to do it again? If you want. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to. <laughs> nah, do it. Give it Give it more gusto. Give it a bit okay. of oomph. Give it the beans. Good one. So then the laws of time are uh, unbroken down. Yeah. So let's go. Wait, hold your horses. We can't just go and face them. Oh no. Then they will... Wait a minute. Jesus Christ. This is weird. Oh god, we've... This is weird, Joe. We're going to enter the present. (laughs) Then they will kill us. We have to face them. Using Skype. (laughs) It's actually called Skype. Yeah. The name caught on. 
but that ship has a really bad Wi-Fi connection. I just need to boost the signal. It's like turned into satire. What the fuck is this? What is this? What is this nonsense? <laughs> he... <laughs> Uh, Joe, are you, is this a prank? Are you are you are you attempting to play a little practical joke on us? <laughs> what? No. Is no. the script going to start? They're, they're being doing the, Skype. The start of our like Skype conversation. <laughs> no, no. Are we looping back? Are we going to need to do this whole thing again because they enter the Skype call? <laughs> <laughs> he gets out the Delta toothbrush and zaps the console. I thought I heard that, Jono. Well done. Getting better at Jono, that, that's a really good impression. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a screen graphic in blue is projected onto one of the wall panels. It has words written in some alien language. Which means... The alien language changes into English. It reads, Connecting to unidentified source one. <laughs> Suddenly, the screen changes green, and the message now reads, Connection successful. Ah! Phantasmo! What? Uh, I don't know. It just came out. <laughs> the, scre- the screen changes to a loading screen, and a little bar fills slowly up as it does so. Finally, <laughs> it becomes a video link to the <laughs> cannons! How did you take so long to explain loading in a visual... <laughs> <laughs> the screen changes to a loading screen Which has a bar which is filling up <laughs> It's funny, I was only writing it for myself You write that kind of stuff in a script If you want some other department to handle it But it's for me It's filling up as it loads <laughs> So yes I'm there, I can see it Here we go Scene 33 In the cannon control bridge <laughs> Night uh, Oh Jono, no, you're about to come no, back into the story Oh no. hello yeah. Oh, with multiple characters. Oh, Christ. Okay. Yeah, get get ready. This is really exciting. Uh, a couple no, of voices note to there. self, interchange this scene with the scene in the TARDIS. It is a dark room, not clinical white, but weathered rock and glowing orange lights, Ooh. but with glistening LEDs shining in the dark. <laughs> I, I, I like my LED bulbs, okay? Um, They're very energy They efficient. caught on. The aliens are using LEDs. <laughs> No, wait, just to get ready. Um, many cannons are assembled, but they turn to face the camera as the holographic view appears. What is this intrusion? <laughs> oh, wrong number, Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound so Dalek in the last word, but I'm sticking with it. Don't worry, I just want to chat. <laughs> Who is your representative? I speak as leader of the cannons. How do we get to it? Name to name basis. I'm Softy. This is Rufus. Say hi, Rufus. Hi. So, what's your name? My name is Clarfor, and you put yourself in a dangerous position by invading my domain. Me? Invading? You're the one who's invading. You're meant to be trapped in the Time War. But you're out here, taking worlds that haven't even got a chance against you. What do you know of us? Your inferior being, who are you to challenge the might of the cannons? I'm a Time Lord from Galibar, the moon of Gallifrey. <laughs> I entered the Council of Time Lords at an early age, and since then, I've been traveling the cosmos, searching for adventure. I've seen things that would make even a bloodthirsty creature like you cringe. 
I've seen Ooh. things that would make a bloodthirsty creature like you cringe. And know more about the cannons than you do. How can you know more about us than us? Do you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> the cannons laugh, all superior to this little bear confronting them. What does he know? Tell us! <laughs> Tell us your little secrets, little thing! <laughs> Joe, can I just say, was that line, the whole I'm a Time Lord from Galibur, was that your whole, like, was that your take on, like, the Moffat Doctor dramatic speech? <laughs> Yep, sort of thing. No, it's Voyage of the like, Damned. You know when you know when the Doctor says to those people, yeah. "I'm a Time Lord. I'm 903 oh, years yeah. old." Which, I love that when bit. The, when they started aging the Doctor, they didn't do that for ages. But he's 900, and then he's 903, and then he's 2050. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Check your records, your legends, your myths. Where did you come from? I think you'll find that a significant figure. Deep in your ancestry is a little blue bear with a little blue box. I didn't mean ancestry. Is it the bear? Did he... How did he... uh, So he's part of I fucked a dog. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean ancestry. What did you mean? I guess I meant like myths, legends. Yeah. I think you'll find the significant figure... Deep in the annals of your history is a little blue bear with a little blue box. Softy is the one who saved you before you were created. And from the supernova of 27. After which you... After which you evolved to want to take over existence. I know all about you. And you know nothing of me. Now withdraw from your conquest. Or I will have to stop you. The cannons in the background continue laughing. <laughs> but Clarfor stops. He notices something strong about Softy. Something wise, but indefinable. If I were to listen to you, why should we stop? I know as well as you do that you want to wage war on the universe and with the power of time travel, you could destroy everything. Everything! I'm going to ask you again. One final time. Stop this. Stop the plan. And return to the time war. It is a tense moment. Fucking yeah it is. Softy looks at Clarfall. <laughs> and Clarfall looks at Softy. Then, after a few seconds... No! The destruction of time means nothing to us. Goodbye, little bear. Then, in the background, the familiar error sound of a Windows computer. Blast! What is it? What is it, Canon 2? It's telling me the file I'm trying to save already exists. Oh, cuff my collar. (laughs) What? Can't get rid of Windows XP. What? Sitting on my boards. As I was saying, goodbye. Joe, please explain what this is. The screen becomes static. Um, you are kidding. They use Windows XP? Yeah. By their time, Apple had gone bust. <laughs> it seemed that... <laughs> Don't invest. It's all a bubble. <laughs> Apple had gone bust. It seemed that their technology was causing earthquakes due to resonance between the ground and the wireless connectivity. Mind you, 
I had nothing to do with that, of course. This was me getting getting it. I didn't like Apple for some reason. <laughs> sure. But anyway, what are we going to do? You know, Rufus, I have no idea. We could go to war with them, but I don't like the sound of that. Another option is to try and reason with them, but that wasn't too successful. We could stop them from their control centre and force them to surrender. Don't be silly. Why have they surrendered to us? They are a huge army with the power to destroy reality. We are two bears and a box. They don't need to know that. Oh, I see. Lie to them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. Never occurred to me. Oh, I see. Lie to them. And tell them we can destroy them in seconds. Yeah. Good idea. But no. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Rufus. So, what do we do? What what, what what do you mean, no? (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember. No. That's a good idea. We're going to do that. No, actually. No. No, we're not. I don't think so. Well, seeing this is a time machine, we don't have to worry about that now. What? Sit down, relax, because... He flicks a switch and music starts playing. We have all the time in the world. <sighs> the world. Oh my god, Joe, you're doing another thing I want. Just so you don't get into <laughs> copyright problems. <laughs> Me and 14-year-old you are on the fucking same wavelength. Is this is this the point that the doctor doesn't need to sort of run and and spring into action because they've they got could a time machine? Sort of sit sit and watch a watch the whole Harry Potter series, I guess, and then go and deal with the situation. Yeah, afterwards. or they could do something good. What I good. keep saying, it's what I've always wanted. All right, give me Rufus, Rufus, give me give me a butt. <laughs> <laughs> what? But no butts. I need my time to think of a solution this time. Fade out picture. Fade in text. Ten minutes later. <laughs> fade out text. Fade f- fade in picture. Oh. Rufus is sitting on the step, staring at the big screen on which a Tom and Jerry episode is being projected in black and white. Softy is sat on a chair, looking at the screen too. Softy, although I have nothing against Tom and Jerry, I really want to try and solve this problem. So do I. But what can we do? Well... I've had a bit of an idea thing. Softy suddenly becomes interested. Oh, really? <laughs> Good. You've been taking me to all these places in the universe and told me about gravity <laughs> and gravity. time. <laughs> gravity. It's like when you sink in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered, couldn't we use some of that? I mean, could we Sorry, use... I.E. I- <laughs> in the line. I.E. I.E. comma. Good. Could we use a black hole? Could we use, could we use a black hole or something? Softy just sits there for a bit, staring at Rufus. Then suddenly, he flicks a switch on the console, and Tom and Jerry turn off. You know, I'm not sure about the black hole, but what would happen if we use relativity against them? You've lost me on my own idea. What do you mean? Oh god, here it comes. Here we go. <laughs> For some reason my line ends and then just continues. <laughs> it was a page break that I got rid of at some point. Picture this. If we could make a sort of black holy but not really thingy that could have a very high mass, we could slow time around it. 
so that if we could trap the so that if we could trap the cannons next to it, they would get trapped there until the end of the universe. That's brilliant. Well done, Rufus. I can't believe I didn't think of that. You did. But anyway, wouldn't the black hole tear them apart? That's why we'd use a sort of black holey but not really thingy. One that would be filtered so as to not destroy matter. I see. So we sort of, uh, time freeze them forever? Yes, exactly. You thought of the 50th anniversary before they did. <laughs> I Is have that this. how it... Rufus, next to the bath. I, the moment. <laughs> Rufus. <laughs> it's Billy Piper in the bath. <laughs> Billy Piper, what are you doing in my bath? <laughs> Only one problem I can see. How do we make a sort of black holey but not really thingy? Well, I think we could buy one. <laughs> Where from? Not the corner shop, I suppose. No, but there are some specialist dealers that can sell you that sort of thing. If you know where to look. God, here we go. <laughs> Is a voice for you, Jono. Yeah. Dodgy deals with softy. Grotty dealer. <laughs> Get ready for grotty, grotty dealer. dealer. Grotty dealer. Scene 34. Exterior at a grotty dealer store night. The TARDIS is parked neatly in a dark, damp, dripping, steaming alleyway, like a slum. <laughs> How many more um, descriptors do you want? Um, Rufus is stood outside waiting for Softy. Because it is so dark, the TARDIS windows... <laughs> I just like my imagery here. Because it's so dark, the TARDIS windows and door sign are lit up. It looks curiously beautiful. Suddenly... <laughs> Softy walks out oh. of the door of the building, holding a great big lump of metal draped in wires. He calls back to a monster-like creature stood in the doorway. Thanks for that. Nice doing business with you. Oh, Any time, <laughs> my old friend. Bye. I wasn't expecting Sleep that. tight. Don't let the nuclear storm-driven, electronically-powered robotic bedbugs bite. Oh, I won't. They're a pain, aren't they? You're telling me. I had to spend half a century. Softy, don't we need to go? Yes, we probably should. He turns no, and adds. No, we've got all the time in the world. <laughs> he turns and adds to the grotty dealer. Bless him, he's not a people's person. <laughs> yeah. Scene thirty-five in the TARDIS. Night. The lump of metal draped in wires is stood on a little desk and humming. Look at this. It's a fantastic piece of machinery. Not seen one of these for about 150... Uh, not seen one of these in about 12 years. <laughs> oh, good. So what is it? You, Rufus, are looking at one of the finest space-time manipulators developed by the sand-clash people of Fathom. <laughs> but how does it work? Well, I imagine a man-made black hole will trap people forever without hurting them. Yeah, I can picture that. Can you? Because there's nothing like that. Oh. There we go. So, what is it like? Well, it reverses the polarity of the electron current and warp stabilizes the blindfold current of atomic decay. Excuse me? And in layman's terms? It's complicated. Explain. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Well, you know a bubble? Yes. Well, it's like that, but more cubic and 12-dimensional. 
So it's a sphere cube in 12 dimensions. Yes, but you're forgetting the carrot cylinder in less than one dimension to transmit the K field. <laughs> I give up. Probably for the best. <laughs> so when are we going to use it? Well, we could wait for the grass to grow. Well, we could do it now. He's the one who was saying, just wait. We've got all the time in the way. <laughs> oh, let's get it over with. We really can't do that. <laughs> even if we tried. I thought you just said we could do that. <laughs> let's do it I'm now. We can't do you. it now, even if we tried. Sorry. <laughs> Rufus, Rufus, it's normal for some people to lose bits of their memory. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, you see, if we time freeze them until the end of the universe, they'll be stood more or less still forever. So they are the only ones that can experience it quickly. To them, everything will suddenly speed up by a factor of 2,000 trillion, and the universe will end in an instant. But for us, they will never move again. Oh, but when I said get it over with, I meant activating it. Ah, yes. Let's get it over with then. <laughs> that went that went over mine and Softy's heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um scene thirty-six. We're we're getting towards the end now. Um mm. how are we feeling about the, the uh the story? I just I just love it. I have I yeah. have no problems with this. No. Yeah, I'm 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 like kind of getting a bit confused in parts, but I think that's just me not being able to follow like text. I don't I don't think that's it. <laughs> well I remember you saying obviously that you know that you've you've added loads of science lessons into this and sort of thing. <laughs> but like you've made the way you've worked it into the plot where explaining it to someone led to someone knowing about it and doing something. Yeah, like, that's very true. That's just like, you know, fair play. Fair play. And it's doing things Joe. that I think a lot of us have always wanted Doctor Who to do, like going, oh yeah, this is a time travel show. We haven't got to do things straight away. This, yeah. This would be an amazing, bonkers episode. <laughs> Multiple doctors running around, knocking mm. each other out, hiding <laughs> in cupboards, <laughs> repeating scenes over and over, long-winded explanations of boring time travel stuff that the companion doesn't care about. <laughs> I could vibe with this, honestly. Yeah. My favourite favorite thing about the science stuff is that explains it all in in the first part and then in the second part oh the laws of time are breaking down it doesn't matter <laughs> none of this makes any sense it's fine well too much of a good too much of a good thing joe yeah honestly this is this is getting a two from me a solid two <laughs> i love the fact that like rufus didn't i don't think that rufus was that interested in anything at the start of the episode and now he's i feel like he's just gone along with it to the point where <laughs> Now he is actually really intrigued. Yeah, that's but like the rest just, of us. It's just interesting. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but I feel like he was just, he just like kind of just got very roped in. Like the first, like, it wasn't very long into it where he was just like, do you want to like come with me? Maybe, um, I guess. Um, um, you haven't really expressed an interest <laughs> in time travel at all. But I've, like, I've, I've been quite lonely. Do, do you want to come? Do you want to come, come with me? Um, it's like I a bath. Always... It's a cosmic bath, Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Softy as a character. Um, he's great. Yeah, Softy's great. I'm biased towards him, I'll admit. <laughs> but, uh... You've definitely made him your own. 
<laughs> He's taken the character uh, in a different direction. It's just, hey, it's just what I get from the lines. This is the impression I was getting. I started off less Tom Bakery, but I got it's just the impression I got, you know? I felt it felt right. I can't wait to listen back to this and listen to the beginning of how Softy started. <laughs> yeah, I can't actually remember what that sound is. Yeah, like. neither can I. <laughs> well, the clearly. first line of this one, you were just yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you immediately called me out on, on it. <laughs> okay, let's have a finale. Scene 36. In the framework place, night. Softy and Rufus are in a great big grey metal room like a factory. Outside of the metal beams, you can see space. Softy is busy with his head in a bundle of wires. Sparks That's come space. from the device every now and then. Hey, Frankenstein. Softy pops up his head. What? <laughs> yep. You're just playing with the machine. Explosions coming off. How can we breathe? There are holes in this the thing that we're in. I've extended the air shell of the TARDIS to cover the whole, uh, thing. It's safe, but don't try and go for a spacewalk. And that brings me to my other question. Some sparks erupt from the bundle. Far away. Why do we need to do it from here? Why not from somewhere warm? <laughs> oh, not this temperature thing again. But you never got me that coat. We have to do it from here because we have to be near the cannon fleet. If we did it from the planet Suntan, in the Celsius system, we wouldn't get a fix on the cannons. I was lucky enough to find this thing floating about in this sector. Now, if you don't mind, I'm very busy. He buries his head in the wires. Yes, sir. Rufus wanders over to the edge of the frame and looks out. The cannon fleet can be seen floating towards the framework. Softy calls from the background as some sparks uh, explode from his hands. Fuck! Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That should do it. Come here, Rufus, and see the greatest time freeze ever performed. <laughs> Rufus runs back towards Softy. FX shot. A faint <laughs> shimmering circle can be seen enclosing the cannon fleet. Is that it? No. That's just the manipulator highlighting the target. Now, three, two, one, freeze! Everybody clap your hands! (laughs) A massive spark explosion blasts from the machine, and Softy and Rufus turn round. No! Damn, damn, damn! What's wrong? The circuitry has gone critical. There are two options. One, we can continue with this process and trap them in the void for all eternity. Or two, we could release them and let them destroy everything. What's the void? It's absolute nothingness. The gap between universes. In there would be nothing but darkness. And cannons. How would they get trapped in there? It's complicated. Anyway, we don't have time for this. I'd go with trapping them. (laughs) So would I. He reaches for a great big lever and pulls it. Suddenly the shimmering circle warps to reach the device. The cannon fleet is hidden from view as space bends around them, but a little gap is left just at the machine. No! There's not enough matter in there to close the warp. Just a little bit more matter in there would close it. Couldn't we just throw in some of this machinery? No. If we break the machines before the warp is closed, the warp will be lost and the cannons will escape. Then what? 
We don't need much. Maybe. He looks at Rufus despairingly. Jesus, you're gonna chuck me in? No. No, that's not fair. Perhaps I could I could trick the machine. Music. Theme from sunshine. <laughs> he starts desperately fiddling with wires. Close up on Rufus. Flashback sound sounds can be heard, echoing. No, no, no matter, matter, matter. Just matter, a little more matter, matter in there would close Just it. a little more matter in there would close Trap it. them close in it. the void. Close it. Trap them in the void. Absolute void. nothingness. Absolute nothingness. nothingness. The darkness and cannons. Darkness and cannons. That's not fair. Cannons. That's not Just fair. Just a little bit more. <laughs> Just a little bit more. more. Close <laughs> Trap them close in the it. void. Close it. Trap them in the void. 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 I can close it. He looks over at Softy, who's attaching wires together. Clips are in slow motion. Flashback, Softy looking despairingly at Rufus. Softy! Softy looks at Rufus, like he knows what's coming. Thank you. What are you doing? Rufus slowly walks across the room. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Music (laughs) takes over all other noises. Clips are in slow motion. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and so- fly me. And softy shouts are drowned out. It's a bit loud, John. <laughs> no, no, no. Rufus has reached the gap in the warp, and it is glowing brightly behind him. He turns to look at softy. He has a tear in his eye. He turns and steps into the gap. music reaches full volume and then the song finishes sound effects take over now sound effects take over now (laughs) Albioni's Adagio in G minor fanciful child Rufus has disappeared into the gap and an explosion blasts softly to the ground waves of energy tear at him as he crawls towards the TARDIS he gets buffeted on his way and falls into the box 1937, interior TARDIS. Softy clambers over to the console, the music's still going, and flicks a few... Sorry, <laughs> music's still going. <laughs> the doors swing shut, and the engines start. Softy crosses the room, sits down, just as the music finishes. <laughs> In perfect time with the music. <laughs> he picks up a book and begins to read. He puts down the book again, and then sighs. <sighs> he wanders over to the console. He looks down as his paw touches something. No. Can't be. It is a piece of blue fur. Yes! <laughs> he belts yes! out of the room. Beat. He comes running back and picks up the fur and runs out again. Scene <laughs> 38. In the corridors, he runs up and down many corridors, accompanied by dramatic music. No, no. Oh. <laughs> no, not that one. Different track. This is um, this is untitled dramatic music. Oh. Uh, <laughs> scene thirty-nine. You've In- got to love the world. <laughs> 
1939 in the the newly mentioned matter generation room at <laughs> night. Softy charges into a new room where a big machine sits in the middle of the room. He puts the fur into a slot and presses a few buttons on a keypad. Beat. The machine whirs into life, and soon <laughs> Rufus steps out of it. Softy? Rufus? Oh, shut up. <laughs> they hug each other. Good to have you back. How am I back? I found a bit of your fur. I analysed it and used its preserved DNA structure to extract a replica of you. What? So... One version of you is still tortured forever in the war. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I found some of your hair clogging up, clogging up my bath, bath. drain. Bath. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Uh, just say that again. What? So... I'm not real? No, you are real. You have the same DNA, but you're not the original. <laughs> But you're still you, aren't you? You remember everything. You are exactly the same. It's the same consciousness in there. Thank you, Softy. Now come on. We've got things to do. What? We've got to buy you a coat. Come on. End of movie. Music. Aww. <laughs> Fucking That's wow. really sweet. Amazing. Wow. So what do we think? Oh, I love it. I love this. I solid, love it. Solid two. Solid two out of two. <laughs> I think no you should here. be... Nothing but seriousness. I think you should be the next showrunner. Yeah. I've been saying this for years, Joe. Yeah. yeah I've, I've been saying it for years as well. I've been writing pictures. <laughs> What's well, the next week we're doing Softy Who 2? Electric. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. <laughs> if any of you want to write a sequel to this movie, be my guest. <laughs> Oh my god! I feel like I, that's... I, how could I follow that? Honestly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could. You write an episode of Doctor Who where they acknowledge the existence of Softy Who, rather than <gasps> writing another episode of Softy Who. That would be the dream. <laughs> Doctor, they just Doctor, go. Did what's... you know that there was a moon to Gallifrey called Gallifrey? I would actually shit myself if I was watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just honestly. I know you were expecting, you know, you kept saying to us, you know, don't hold back, lay into it. But what what did you expect, Joe? Show show me the flaws, honestly. I can see none. <laughs> no flaws whatsoever, sure. I think oh, okay, it's well, maybe there are some flaws. There's a bit of, you know, unnecessary dialogue and the stage directions are very strange sometimes. <laughs> They're very inconsistent, aren't they? They're either all or nothing, but I know that Jack is a very all or nothing kind of guy. You, you, you know, you probably just, you know, if you replace some of the like lines so they don't repeat themselves, get rid of a few suddenlies, get rid of a few. Um, <laughs> wow! Wow! No, I get rid of a few wow. I think the other opposite: add a few more suddenlies, and then the BBC might actually buy it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, standards. I think, you know, I think I got a big idea of who Softy was as a character, but you know, I had to invent a lot of that myself, Joe. So, you know, it could have been clear in the script. <laughs> I really like the relationship between Softy and Rufus. I think it, oh, it so developed very nicely. This doctor desperate for a friend and he will just do anything to impress him. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's found the most difficult to impress person in the yes. universe. Yes. <laughs> he just constantly complains about how he's He just cold. doesn't fucking care. 
and then, and then he's really warm and he's just like, why can't we go somewhere colder? I'm so yeah. hot. I'm so cold. Taken to all these distant planets. But, okay, yeah, whatever. Time vortex, whatever. But like, it's fucking freezing. Can we go somewhere else? You still haven't bought me that bloody coat. <laughs> you, t- you taught me stuff about physics. Can we like use that to, to solve the problem? And then he's like, oh yeah, I can. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel honoured to have been a part of that. <laughs> John, I think John had the biggest role. He had to create the ambience, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. and I did such an amazing job. <laughs> we needed the mood, you know? Without that, the whole thing would have been pointless. I was not expecting the grotty dealer to sound like that. No, I, know. I was tempted yeah. to just be like, you're right, love. But then I thought, no, that, that's, that's too obvious. You know, <laughs> grotty in a very different way. More slimy than anything. But it was a slimy slum. I'm pretty sure that was one of the 12 descriptive words you used. (laughs) There were a few. (laughs) Hang on, what did I go for? I had... Dark, 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 damp, dripping, steaming. Steaming. And slummy. Like a bath. (laughs) Dark, damp, dripping and steaming. Like a bath. Rufus. (laughs) This is going to be an in-joke for... Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Only we know. Only we know about this. <laughs> it's fluid like a line. <laughs> it's fluid like, like a line. That's your new t-shirt idea right there. <laughs> no, that's that's what you put Rufus. on your first mug. I like my coffee like I like my space time. Fluid, fluid like lines. a line. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure to go through this with you, lovely people. Well, you know, it is now. That is now ten years old. I think it is time to do the sequel. I think this is the furthest it will ever go. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this is like the final nail in the coffin of this project. How dare you? We've got to make this. We've just breathed new life into this. We can I am make this. Fully motivated to do this <laughs> properly now. This is it. This is the new show. No more film smashes. We're a softy who show now, all right? Oh, God. Fuck, Fuck yeah, yeah, softy who. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. Same same wavelength right there. Welcome to the new show, everyone. Well, that's obviously the name of this episode. <laughs> episode? This is going to be like four episodes long. No, Easy. this is going to be one long episode. I don't think Joe it's a going to have a massive edit here. I want, I want music, sound effects, background music. I want original compositions by Joe. So I've right, seen your phone. It'll come out before. in ten years. I can't wait. 2031. Perfect. It's been 20 years in the making, people. It's aged like a fine wine. Hi, I just want to say thanks to Jack, Hope and Jono for joining me on this adventure. It was a wild ride and it would have been so rubbish without you. Also want to say thanks to Kai for doing the amazing artwork on this episode. And there'll be a link in the notes for more of their stuff. If you like this, you can find more of our stuff on anchor.fm forward slash film smash. Or you can find us on Twitter on YouTube, or by searching Film Smash on any podcast player. And most of all, thanks for listening. We really hope you join us again. Bye.